the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello again and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Let's join Dudley now with today's message. Hey, I want to thank you for joining us today at Lift Up Jesus. We're only a couple of days away from Christmas, one of the best times of the entire year. And I'd like to do something a little different today. I'd like to tell you a story that you probably have never heard before, but it's about a song that I'm going to guess you all know about. In the year 1847, in a small French town you've probably never heard of, a wine merchant wrote one of the most famous Christmas songs in the history of the world. His name was Placide Capot. Let me share with you the miracle of how this song came to be. No one expected Placide to be a songwriter. His father was a wine seller and expected his son to be a wine seller as well. But at the age of eight, he had an accident and he lost his hand. In the process, he gained a desire, though, to be a writer. And as he grew, he developed a reputation in his community as being a bit of a poet. He eventually took over his father's wine business, but he was surprised one day when the local priest approached him and asked him to write a poem for their Christmas Mass. Now, Placide was not a faithful church attender. So he was amazed to see the priest at his door with such a request. But as an aspiring poet, he could not refuse. And so while on a bumpy coach ride to the city of Paris, Placide opened his barely used Bible to the Gospel of Luke for inspiration. And as he read over the words of the Christmas story, he imagined himself standing beside that manger as the Savior of the world was born. The words of the gospel filled him, and he wrote down three verses, and he called his poem Cantique de Noel. From the moment he was finished, Placide knew that he had written something exceptional and that the words of this poem should be heard as widely as possible. He also knew that they should be set to music. So at once, he contacted his friend, Adolphe Adams, to turn his poem into a song. Adolphe was a famous composer in France, an author of operas and ballets performed all around the globe. Yet the lyrics written by his friend were a unique challenge. After all, Adolphe was a man of Jewish ancestry. He did not believe that Jesus was the promised Messiah. However, Adams was swept up by the power of the lyrics and composed the accompanying music. Three weeks later, the song was performed at Midnight Mass, and from there, the song spread like wildfire. The church in France quickly adopted the song, and it was performed in Catholic Masses throughout the country. The song quickly became one of the most loved songs in all of France. But just as soon as the Catholic Church had embraced the song, 
they quickly rejected it. For Placide Capot, the author of the poem, he walked away from the church and joined the socialist movement growing in France. And when the Catholic leaders discovered the news, along with the Jewish ancestry of the composer Adams, they censored the song and deemed it unfit to ever sing again. But a song with such power could not remain hidden forever. Though Catholic leaders prohibited it, the French people continued to sing it. And 10 years later, an American in Massachusetts named John Sullivan Dwight grabbed a hold of it. Now, John Sullivan Dwight was an interesting character. Though he had aspired to be a preacher, he suffered terrible bouts of stage fright. Every time he got up to preach before his congregation, he would become physically ill. Every Sunday, his panic attacks got worse and worse, so much that he stopped going out in public altogether. His ministry, it seemed, was finished. However, he did not give up. He was a vastly intelligent man and a lover of music. And so he put his gifts to use by editing a publication known as Dwight's Journal of Music. Through his newsletter, he found a way to inspire Christian musicians in the United States of America. He would scour the world to find new Christian music to share. And in his searching, he came upon that French carol, Cantique de Noël. Not only did he believe that this song needed to find its place in America, but there was something so profound about the words that they spoke directly to his core. It was those first words of the third verse that read, Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. As an abolitionist, a man deeply opposed to slavery, he saw in America at that time, those words rang louder than true. Here in a song about the Christmas story, he found the truth that spoke closely to his heart, that all are created equal, and that the command of Christ for each and every one of us is to love one another. He was convinced that this song could produce an awakening for the nation to cast aside the sin of slavery and to embrace their fellow sisters and brothers. John Sullivan Dwight's translation of Cantique de Noel found a new title, O Holy Night. He published the song in his journal and it soon found its way into songbooks and sanctuaries all across America. As the country approached the Civil War, the song emboldened the Union and encouraged them to fight for the freedom of every man, woman, and child. Even today, this simple Christmas carol holds untold power for us. And the reason why is because of what the song is about, the birth of Jesus Christ. Because when we think about that night, the sanctity and the splendor of Jesus coming to earth in human flesh, we realize that what happened on that holy and divine night has the power to heal the entire world. There's a story often told about this song. It was the Christmas Eve in the year 1870 in the middle of the Franco-Prussian War. As the German and the Prussian forces were winning ground, the countryside of France had been turned into a bitter battlefield. On that Christmas Eve night, one French soldier stood up from his trench with his rifle lowered, completely defenseless, and the German forces were puzzled at the sight of him. 
But then that French soldier began to sing these words. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the spirit felt its worth. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, O hear the angel voices. O night divine, the night when Christ was born. O night, O holy night, O night divine. O night, O holy night, O night divine. And after he was finished singing, there was silence. And then one German soldier got up from his trench and sang out a Christmas hymn from his country. And after that, more and more singing followed. There was peace on that battlefield for 24 hours on Christmas, all because one French soldier decided to stand and to sing and remind every man on that battlefield what mattered most, that Jesus Christ came to this earth as a child on the holiest of nights. My heart breaks for our country and for our world. There are battles waged on every field, in our churches, in our schools, in our courtrooms, in our media, and in our social media feeds. Everywhere we turn, the battle rages. You cannot turn on a television set without becoming entangled in the mounting feud that is tearing our nation apart. Perhaps now more than ever, mankind has found reason to despise and to hate one another. You need to know that there is no political solution to the issues we face. There is no scientific discovery that will cause us to love one another. There is no clever tweet or soundbite that will suddenly awaken us. The only thing that will heal this world is the truth that Jesus was born as an infant, that he lived a perfect life, that he died for our sins, that he rose again, and that he was the one who taught us to love God and to love all people. The only thing that can bring us together is the truth that Jesus lived and died for all. The only thing that can cause us to love one another is to accept the love that Jesus showed to each and every one of us on the cross. Jesus alone is the one who can heal our hearts. He alone can heal our nation. He alone can heal our world. He alone brings peace. And all this starts when we, like Placide Capot, can imagine ourselves standing there beside the manger on the holiest of nights. Because when he saw himself there, something captured him, and he wrote some of the most beautiful words the world has ever known. When a Jewish composer saw himself there, he created music that has lifted souls for 200 years. When a soldier saw himself there, he threw down his weapon and brought peace to a battlefield. The question is, what will happen when you see yourself there? See yourself in the small town of Bethlehem, perched high on a hill overlooking the Judean countryside. Watch the farmers come in from a hard day's work, wiping the sweat from their brows and washing the dirt from their hands. Watch the shepherds begin their night shift, leading their flocks out to pasture with a staff in one hand and a rod in the other to keep them safe. It begins to get cold and a chill rises in the air. As you breathe, you can see your own breath. You knock on a door asking for a place to stay the night that that home is already packed with family. You try another door and another and another. They all send you away. 
By then you hear a cry, a distinct cry piercing the night, the cry of an infant who has just been born. Compelled by that cry, you look and you see in the sky a brilliant star bursting in in light upon the roofs of Bethlehem. Beckoned by that star, you follow, and the sound of that infant's cry grows louder and louder. You walk behind a home and you see a barn, a humble structure suitable only for farm animals. You see a donkey or two, a squad of sheep, a cow, a lamb. And beyond the animals, you look closer and you see two figures huddled together, keeping each other warm. You step forward past the animals and you step under the roof of the barn and you see the couple kneeling over a manger, a feeding trough full of hay. And in that feeding trough, you see him, a baby. But there's something different about this child, about the look in his eyes. Because when you see him, when you hear him, when you meet him, you know that there's nothing ordinary about him. When you see him, you know that you're looking at a king. You're looking at the wonderful counselor, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, the mighty God. Before you lying in a manger is the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the son of God, the salvation of the world. And as you look into that manger, you understand how one night could be so sacred, how the stars could shine so brightly, how the angels above could sing so sweetly. And you understand how in his name, every chain could break and how every oppression could cease. And you understand how through his ministry, all mankind could be taught to love one another. You understand how through him, we can find a thrill of hope for a better future and for an eternal kingdom. And you understand how through him, you can find salvation. There's one last story to tell about this psalm. On Christmas Eve in the year 1906, a university professor in Pittsburgh named Reginald Fessenden accomplished something never done before. Using a generator and a microphone, he became the first man to broadcast his voice over the airwaves. No one before him had ever done this. And you can just imagine the surprise of the sailors at sea or the radio controllers who for the first time, instead of hearing the empty tones of Morse code, they heard a human voice. And what did Reginald Fessenden say over the airwaves, the first broadcast voice in human history? He said these words. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And after he had finished reading from the Christmas story in the Gospel of Luke, he pulled out his violin and he began to play a song. And the song that he played was the simple melody to O Holy Night. And on that evening in 1906, over a hundred years ago, what began as a poem written in a bumpy carriage, set to music by a Jewish composer, discovered by a stage-fright-stricken preacher, 
sung on a French battlefield and echoed over the airways, that song that we call, O Holy Night, has reverberated throughout the entire world. O Holy Night has been sung in every tongue, in every tribe, and in every nation. Every Christmas, that song brings people to the foot of the manger to experience the holiest night in all of history. And the question is, what does this song mean to you? What do you hear when these words are sung? What the shepherds and the angels heard on that holy night, the cry of a newborn king, the Messiah, the Son of God, was the greatest miracle ever to be accomplished. For God clothed himself in human flesh, descended to earth, and was born as a human child. He would become the peace our world so desperately needs. This Christmas, look past the presents, look past the lights and the Christmas trees, look past the commercials, look past the war that's playing out on the news, let it all fade away, and see the Son of God lying in a manger, Jesus Christ our Lord. Hear his call to you. See yourself there on that holy night and discover the peace that heals all humanity. Let's pray. God, thank you for this Christmas season, and I want to ask your blessing on every person, God, who's watching, who's listening here today. I know that many of us have were filled with things in our life that are causing us to be dissatisfied, things that are causing us struggles and things that we worry about. Many of us lack peace here today. And God, I just pray that as Jesus Christ came into this world to bring peace, that you would bring peace and, and forgiveness and salvation to every single person who's listening right now. And God, if there's anyone who for the very first time, they maybe this story has met, made sense that Jesus is the son of the living God that was ushered into this world and it was a holy night. I pray God that as you sent him into this world, that you would send him into every heart that is open to receive this truth and this message of grace that Jesus Christ came to die on a cross for our sins. And if we would invite him into our heart and surrender ourselves unto him, that he would come and take up residence in our life. I pray this prayer of peace and a prayer of blessing upon everyone who's watching, I pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. stars are brightly shining it is the night of our dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared
Christmas is almost here, and as you make plans with your family this year, we invite you to come and be a part of our family for Christmas at Shepherd Church. Join us as we celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ and the wonder of Christmas through praise and worship. Come and hear an uplifting and spirit-filled Christmas message that will conclude with our traditional candle lighting. Shepherd Church will have multiple services at all of our locations beginning Saturday, December 21st through Christmas Eve. All of our service times and locations can be found on our website, shepherdchurch.com. This year, come and let us be a blessing to you as we celebrate the true reason for the season, Christmas at Shepherd Church. We thank you for being with us today, and be sure to join us again next week at the same time. And remember to always lift up Jesus. Jesus.